welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I am your host, Rosie Acosta, yoga teacher and teacher trainer, mindfulness coach, speaker, and creative writer. I am also the founder of radicallyloved.com, a website where you can go for more information about yoga, mindfulness, meditation, and lifestyle advice. On this podcast, we talk to people within our health and wellness community that are creating content through the ritualistic practice of yoga, meditation, or overall mindful living. We hope to create value in your life so that you can achieve your highest potential and live a radically loved life. To stay in touch with us, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rosie Acosta and on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie. You can sign up for our newsletter on radicallyloved.com to stay up to date on future workshops, retreats, and latest podcasts. I hope that Radically Loved Radio leaves you feeling inspired to create something powerful. My teacher, Yoga Rupa Rodstreicher, says, if you powerfully believe in the value you have to offer the world, your love and passion for it will be an unstoppable force. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by our very special sponsor, Ayurveda. So Ayurveda is the sister science to yoga. Ayurveda relies on the intelligence of mother nature and our own body's ability to heal. Most of you know that as a health coach and a nutritionist, I have spent most of my career always trying to find more natural and holistic modalities. I have an autoimmune disease, so this makes it a little bit more challenging, but it's manageable nonetheless so long as my body is in full balance. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking to my dear friend and fellow podcaster, Sahara Rose, and I was telling her I was having all of these issues with my stomach, my digestion, and she recommended this brand called Uveda. So I did my due diligence and I researched them and I found that this company has really created uh, an incredible brand of supplements to support everything that we love about our bodies and our body's natural ability to heal, but also using the tools of Ayurveda. So they use this as their foundation to everything that they do. As with everything, I'm always a bit dubious because I know there's not a one fix all supplement or brand, but I tried it. I used both the joints supplement and the digestion, and I'll tell you, After using it for about a month, I noticed such a huge difference. They are just such an incredible company and I was able to chat with them and talk to them not only about the high quality of their product, but the high quality of their brand and their company and what they're trying to do. I quickly found that these people are my people and all we're trying to do is create a ripple effect in the world so that we can continue to impact people's lives and create better health, deeper connections, and just overall healthy living. I'm so excited to not only partner with them, but to have them share a special code for all of the listeners. Go to uveda.com and type in Rosie, that's R-O-S-I-E, at checkout to get a special discount on all of their products. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, everyone. So, Hi, hello. <laughs> it's so fun to do this. I've just re-recorded this intro like 20 times, so <laughs> I'm just going to go for it. Uh, I And the reason why is because of the topic at hand, which I will reveal. Um, you know, I've been in a 15-year-plus relationship with 
my partner, Tori, who is also the producer of this show. And I constantly am getting uh, relationship advice questions. And, you know, what's interesting to me is that I I feel like after this much time, uh, I'm I feel pretty confident in in feeling like I could I could shed some light on what things work and what things don't work. Um, and the reason why I felt so inclined to share this is because I, I often get asked uh, these questions and because I'm actually hearing so much terrible fucking advice out there. <laughs> I'm just like, um, I thought I would share my thoughts on that. Uh, I think it's extremely important, especially in in the age that we are in now with so much disconnection in the world and, you know, not really having too many great models of great relationships. And, you know, look, whether you're in a committed relationship or you're in an open relationship or in a polyamorous relationship or you're wanting to be single, whatever it is, I just feel like that there are certain things that really help us connect on a deeper level. And so I'm going to share my thoughts, right? So one of the best pieces of advice, advice, advices, is it advice, advices? One of the best pieces of insight huh? Uh, that I've ever received um, is this idea that love isn't enough for a solid relationship. And I know that sounds a little bit negative and daunting, but I really do feel that, you know, love is, is not enough to have two people be solely and fully committed because there may be times where you don't feel like you love each other. You know, there, there might be times like you're so hurt or angry that you can't stand the sight of each other. Or, you know, you have different ideals of what love looks like. And sometimes we have different love languages and we may not see what our partner is, is trying to express to us. We may not see it as love. And so I really feel that the remedy to that is communication. And to be able to have an open enough relationship where you can communicate the things that are really, truly important to you. Not to say that you know, love isn't important. Of course it's important. It's just not enough to build a solid relationship, in my opinion, right? And so I'll caveat by saying that everything I'm saying on this particular podcast is solely my opinion. One of the other things that has really helped me or us is to focus on our own relationship and not our friends, right? So practically everyone's relationship looks perfect from the outside. You may have a certain couple you hang out with or an idealized version of a relationship that you think is great. Um, So unless you're really intimate friends, you never really have any idea of what the couple's actual issues are um, or what their internal workings are. You know, we, we tend to keep all those, those, you know, private parts of a relationship, private for the most part. I mean, 
I only know a handful of couples that actually are so transparent with what they are sharing, you know, or, or the things that have created issues for them. And I always am so uh, inspired by couples that can do that. You know, people can sometimes look at Tori and I and think that we have like this really incredible relationship and we've been together for so long and we're so in love and, and yes, we are all of those things, but it is a lot of work. People don't realize how, you know, the inner workings can create certain issues. You know, I travel all the time, you know, we spend a lot of time apart and that has caused a big issue for us. You know, during the beginning of the relationship, there were times where things were really rough. And again, those aren't the things that people see. People just are looking from the outside in. And I used to be the person that would compare our relationship to our friends. We have a lot of couple friends, uh, some who have in the span of our relationship since broken up and some remarried and some are still together and some not. And it's interesting because I remember comparing ourselves to them in the beginning, especially when I was so adamant on uh, getting married and having a family. And he was not, he, he was not into the idealized version of it. Um, you know, and, and it was really challenging for me because it was causing a lot of issues because I was so attached and I wasn't looking at the inner workings of why he felt the way he did. All I would see is all the things that I wasn't getting. And so I think that that's actually really important in a couple because we don't ever stop to really ask <laughs> the questions that are important to our mate. And I, and I think those are, are some of the biggest um, the biggest things that we need to do in order to have a healthy relationship. Um, another another uh, piece of advice that, that I found was helpful. Uh, we met this really incredible uh, man who had been married for over 40 years and happily. And you know we Tori and I anytime we meet a couple, we always ask them, well, what's your secret? You know, because we like to learn. And he said, he said, one of our biggest uh, strongholds is to never say never and always. And if you think about that, if you're in a com committed relationship with your mate and you can have a discussion or an argument or a disagreement or try to compromise without saying the words never, you never, or always, you always, it really changes the dynamic of the, the forum that you're having a conversation. I feel like it makes it way more inclusive to your openness to receive feedback or uh, to try and change something that's not working for your mate, etc. I love that. This is a, a rule in the household. In fact, we use it uh, for most of everything <laughs> that we do. We try to not use those words uh, ever, but I, I find that it kind of slips in here and there. But, you know, no one's perfect. <sighs> What's the next thing? That conflict? Yeah, conflict is inevitable. Um, no relationship is perfect. We all, we all know this. Uh, when you and your 
uh, partner are arguing, remember that it's you and them versus the problem, not you versus them. Uh, this has helped me tremendously in how I approach disagreements because it has to be a team effort. I have to be able to believe that me and my partner are fighting for the betterment of the whole. It can't just be me pointing the finger at him or him pointing the finger at me because it automatically creates this barrier. I've got my armor on, he's got his armor on, and there's no getting through, especially if you have two, <laughs> two type A uh, alpha people in a relationship. It, it makes things a little bit more complicated. Uh, one of the last things I'll share, because I could really sit here and uh, depending on what you think of the insight so far, I'd love to hear from you. But um, one of the last things I'll share is uh, ask for advice from people that have lived through it. Get insight from people that have been in your position. Don't go asking relationship advice to your buddy that's, you know, dating three people at the same time and you've been married for 15 years and you're asking them for relationship advice. Hey, more power to the buddy that's out there dating and getting his, his, uh, his groove on. Awesome. But if you're trying to get advice from your friend for your 15 year committed relationship, like you've already done something right. To me, that's just kind of counterintuitive. I, I've never understood that. Always ask for advice from people who have lived what you've lived, that have wise words for you and can offer you some positive feedback to what your ultimate goal is. Because at the end of the day, you'll always get what you're looking for. If I'm finding, if I'm finding that Tori and I are having a, a difficult time and I just need a vent, I'll call a certain friend. If I'm feeling like I really need to find the light for this issue that we're having, I might call a different friend. And if I'm having an issue where I'm feeling like there is no way nobody can help me out of this situation, you know, then I, I call my therapist <laughs> or you may call somebody like a coach or a teacher or somebody that has the wisdom to help you through a difficult situation. So those are it. Uh, just some key insights as to how I have found to create a better relationship between me and my partner, things that have worked, things that don't work. And I hope that if you are in a committed relationship, that you do all the things that make you happy, that make your partner happy. And always remember that there are two people in a relationship. If you're in that type of relationship, it's important to work for the betterment of the whole. Always remember that. Thanks for listening. Do you want to go on an epic yoga adventure? I do. In fact, I, I, I do all the time. <laughs> when, when do I not want to go on an epic yoga adventure? And this fall, in an attempt to see the Northern Lights, we will go to Iceland into a journey through the chakras. It's going to be fun.
If you're curious, you can email me at rosie at radicallyloved.com or go to the show notes and click the links to each of the retreats, or you can go to radicallyloved.com. See you soon. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.